Rusty Quill presents. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wake of Corrosion Episode 3 The Drop My name is Professor Ryan located Bunker A12 This is a public broadcast to any survivors out there I'm broadcasting this in the hope that others will hear the story and come forward with more information. I know that there are some among you who find this content disturbing. Therefore, I advise listener discretion going forward. Let us begin. Entry 10 comes from the Journal of Elliot on the evening the brothers set up camp at their intended destination, Lurcher's Drop. Okay, so I'm just going to dive straight into this journal and try and explain to you, future me, just how beautiful this place is. Roman and I are at the lower entrance to Lurch's Drop right now, so we're right at the bottom entrance to the chasm. 
Stepping out from the tent, you are greeted by two towering walls of stone separated by a few metres and only differing slightly between base and peak. Gleaming through the gap of this chasm is the late afternoon sun. The light is so strong it makes looking to the peak of the chasm difficult. Squinting, you can just about make out the leaves and branches of trees as they attempt to bridge the gap in the earth that forms lurches drop. Stepping forward, the true depth of this chasm becomes strikingly apparent and you begin to feel insignificant against the monolith that is nature. The walls stand as tall as any house on either side and in some parts it reaches much higher. You are dwarfed by everything around you. Once you are even a footstep inside the drop, it's as though you're in a different world altogether. Sounds echo off the stone walls in the most peculiar way, as though they are spiralling around you upwards, trying to escape the depths. And as the light shines in at an angle, you see now why one wall is covered in plant life and the other isn't at all. They're all fighting so defiantly to exist in such an impossible place. They grow seemingly out of nothing, and to not only live, but thrive. And as you journey further into Lurch's Drop, that wondrous feeling of being transported to another world begins to become more daunting than enchanting. Shortly after entering, the path curves and blocks your view of the entrance, and the other side is obscured by various outcrops of determined vegetation. The walls begin to loom. They don't really move, but they may as well be. Like when you're alone and a shadow begins to creep over you seemingly from nowhere. The cold stone walls tower and dwarf you. They remind you of your place in the natural order of things. These stone gods of nature that only stop for themselves. If the earth began to tremble, to shift, to shake, you would be consumed. But amidst the creeping sense of fear and the foreboding you have within the bowels of Lurch's Drop, you're reminded again of just how unique a place it is, how enchanting and awe-inspiring. Putting your hand to the wall feels sacred, and in the quiet echoing of birdsong, nothing else seems to matter. The world is its own, and you within its ever-flowing embrace. That is Lurch's Drop. The place I've been waiting for this whole journey. I don't have a word to describe how it's going to feel camping here tonight. The beauty of this place is barely captured by my description. I just hope Roman brightens up before then. He's been so moody this afternoon. Not like grumpy or anything, but just quiet and not up for, you know, any usual jokes. I'd say it was that random crop of dead trees we saw, but... I seem to think that was more of a laugh than anything else. Knowing him, he's probably just tired or something. We've had a few late nights in a row, especially with those meteor showers earlier in the week. I'll see if I can convince him to head to bed earlier tonight. I'd like to get up early and watch the sunrise through Lurch's Drop. I've heard at this time of year it can be really spectacular. And so help me if Roman ruins it by being mopey and not appreciating it. I'll... Well... To be honest, it'll just make me feel a bit crap. Anyway, enough of that. We're here now, and we're all set up. 
There's a few hours of decent sunlight left, so we better get cooking and resting. If there is anyone out there who was able to make it to Bunker A12 with knowledge regarding the location of Lurcher's Drop, or perhaps even just an area that matches the description given by Elliot, that would prove vital to our search for the truth and further information on the two brothers. It's an unfortunate reality that no one here, myself included, has ever heard of such a place by name or description. This furthers my belief that the story of Elliot and Roman travelled a great distance to be shared by myself today. How and why it made this journey I do not know due to the nature of its arrival and the condition of the courier. Let us continue with their experiences. Entry 11 is from Roman's voice recorder. There are some parts that were quite muffled and difficult to understand. I have worked on these as best I can to give as clear a recording as possible. it is again. Elliot! Elliot! Wake up! Oh, what? Shh! Summit outside. What? What do you mean? Just listen. Roman, I don't hear anything. It might be gone. Has it gone yet? I fucking hope so. Do, do, do you think that was a thing? What do you mean? Like, could it have just been the wind howling through Lurcher's Drop, or do you think something was, like, actually out there? Honestly, mate, after some of the shit we've seen, I don't think I can say anymore. What, like the meteors in the trees? And the freaking severed half-messed-up bird. The goddamn changing direction meteor bullshit. And now this... Yes, Elliot. All those things are freaking me out. All right. All right. Sorry. Just shh. Roman, what time is it? What? Oh, um, 3.30. Then why is it light outside? And why is it so red? Holy... How have I not noticed that before? I, I don't know, man. Look... We've not heard that noise for a good while now. Should we go out and have a look? Oh, I, uh... Fuck. Um, I don't think we should. How do you want this to go, Elliot? What do you mean? Well, do you want to sit in the tent until possibly the sun rises, or maybe doesn't, because who the fuck knows anymore, and never know at all why outside looked like the surface of Mars, or would you rather at least take a look and know if you were living in some sort of post-nuclear war version of England? Is... is that what you think happened? No, I just don't know anymore, Elliot, okay? I don't know what the fuck is going on. But I know if we don't at least try to look, to find out, we may as well not be here at all, had we? Alright. Alright, I suppose you're right. We're going to figure this shit out. You ready? Not really, but, um, open away. What the actual f- Wow. 
Well, um, this is interesting. Yeah. Watch definitely says 340, so why can I see so well? It's not... My watch is definitely saying 340. Yeah, that's AM. It's coming from the chasm. From Lurch's drop? Yeah, look. It's brighter in the entrance than anywhere else. Is this that spectacular occurrence you wouldn't shut the fuck up about? No. No, it can't be. Anyway... That's at sunrise, which is, what, at 6am? Not 4. Should we... Oh, I don't think we've got a choice. If we get round this bend and see the sun rising, Roman... There is definitely something up with our watches. You don't say. Oh, just... Oh, man. Get up these steps. Why? Oh, God, it's not just me. It feels like my legs are made of lead. Why is it so much harder than usual? Oh. We should turn around, Roman. This feels really off. There's something wrong here. Just another couple of steps, man. We're nearly at the corner. We can have a look and then we'll turn back. Oh, man, I swear I'm feeling it more now than before. Nah, mate, you're just thinking about it more. Just just take a quick look. Um, yeah. No, um, let's go back. What? Why? What do you say? Yeah, just, just, let's go. Okay, okay, okay. Just, just keep moving. I am, I am. Okay, let's um, let's grab our stuff and fuck off, shall we? What did you see, Elliot? I, I don't know. It was all hunched over and it looked like it had horns or something. Are you shitting me? No, for real. It was all red. I couldn't quite make out anything else, but it was pretty damn big. I think that's what we heard earlier in the night. Right, I believe you. Let's just get our stuff together and f- fucking leave the tent and then we'll make it back to the car on a solid day's march. I mean... I don't really want to litter in such a nice place, but... Now's not the time, bro. Shit, shit, hide, hide. What the fuck is that? Is that, is that a deer? Is he wounded? I think, uh, yeah. Yeah, it must be. It's staggering out there or something. Elliot. Elliot. Shh. I think I can see it. Yeah, it's a freaking red deer. It's a stag, you lunatic. Why does it look so strange? I think it's just injured or something. Is, is that what's making that noise? Yeah, it's crying in pain. I don't think we need to hide anymore, man. It's not going to do us any harm. Oh, I don't know, bro. It... Still looks pretty powerful to me. It's fine, Elliot. Don't worry. Oh, man. Just look at its flank. Is that... Is that its skin hanging off? Oh, Jesus. How is that thing still standing? All right. All right. It's okay. (sighs) Shh. 
Roman! Oh, oh, fuck! Shit, what just happened? It freaking charged you. Oh, man. There oh, you go. Fuck. It just kept running. It ran right past me with this crazed look in its eyes. Look, you can see the blood it was dripping. Oh, fuck. Roman, the whole place, it's... It's covered in blood. Look. Jeez, you weren't kidding. What the hell happened here last night? I don't know, man. But you keep saying last night like it shouldn't still be dark right now. (laughs) Well, I'm not going back to sleep. This may as well be morning, man. Let's pack up and fuck off. Right, bro? That I can agree on. Here the brothers set about their journey to their vehicle, shaken by the events that took place that night. I cannot say whether anyone here has experienced anything even remotely similar to what happened to them. However, it is my belief that by this time we, the people of Bunker A12, had already fled and locked ourselves in here. This brings us to Entry 12, an excerpt from Elliot's journal, sometime after they left the campsite at Lurcher's Drop but before leaving the forest altogether. Day six. Here's the inevitable. I want to go home. I cannot deal with this any longer. A few days ago, I would have been telling you all about the amazing meteor shower we saw, the sheer awesome power of being completely surrounded by nature 24 hours a day, and the awakening of my inner self or some other crap. Except I'm not. Because instead, I, we've, been treated to a series of weird-ass phenomena that won't stop being hurled at us every damn day now. I'd love to keep saying that seeing the bird was cool, but it keeps coming back to me in flashes. And trekking down a hill, admiring the scenery, and blam! There it is, with its weird severed wing and half-decomposed body. So to take my mind off it, I try and focus on the forest, on the trees and the plants, except I swear out of the corner of my eye I keep seeing dead trees, like the ones we saw a few days ago, just standing there like rotting shadows. Don't even get me started on the sky. I want to tell Roman that I keep seeing meteors, even in the day, but I just don't want to have that conversation. I don't want any of it to be more real than it already is. And of course, there's Lurch's Drop. Fuck that place. Fuck that place and that goddamn moaning deer. I'm not sure if Roman didn't see or just doesn't want to admit it. I know what I saw when it charged. I know what I saw as its blood-soaked fur dashed past me. Its ribs... And I don't mean I saw its ribs under the skin like it was starving or something. I mean its bare and hideously white ribs. And they weren't sticking out either, as though, you know, they were broken. They looked perfectly intact. They were just there, white and grotesque. They're a patched mess doing nothing to cover them. I keep trying to replay the moment in my head, trying to justify the reason for it, why it was like that, why it was making that god-awful noise. 
I just want to go home. One more night. One more night. Just one. We now move on, survivors, to entry 13 from Roman's voice recorder, taken on the evening following Elliot's previous entry. <clears throat> Elliot's gone get Deadwood for the fire, and I made up an excuse about wanting to sort my pack out this morning before it got dark. I don't even know where to start with what's going on. I want to talk to Elliot about it, I really do, but... Every time I try, I'm just reminded of how much he can freak out about these things. And given that he hasn't asked me a million and one times if I'm sure it's safe that we're here anymore, I'm guessing he's not really noticed how fucked up everything's been. I mean, suppose I didn't tell him the truth about the dead trees, and, well, to be honest, I feel the same about the fucked up chest of that deer. And that was grim. And the noise it was making... I know now it wasn't moaning or crying in pain. That was a freaking mating call. That thing was bleeding to death, making sex calls at 3am in the morning. At impossible sunrise red, 3am in the morning. Sounds like some bullshit prophecy out of a fantasy film. When the book calls on the blood moon, blah blah blah. I'm done here. I'm done with this forest. Done with this wilderness. Just done, basically. We'll camp here tonight. Get some hot food in us. Just rest our heads. We've got just over half a day's walk ahead of us tomorrow. Then that's it. We'll be back in the car. We'll launch our stuff in, and we'll be on our merry little way. Then we'll be at home in no time, and camping can get lost and fucked off for a good long while. And if any messed up shit happens tonight, or tomorrow... That can also get fucked. Because I'm not bothered. I'm not going to investigate. I'm not going to give in to curiosity and go and take a little look. I'm just going to leave it alone. And so is Elliot. I miss Claire, man. I miss the kids. And the dog. All of them. Getting under my feet. I just miss them, man. I miss going to work. I miss the people I'd see. God, I did not expect to hear myself say this. I feel... I feel bad for not enjoying myself. Like, like, this took a while to set up and sort out. Just the planning to get the time off alone was a ball ache. And all the gear we ended up having to buy, and after Elliot went mad on all that survival training, it really racked up the cost of a Nobel's camping trip. I mean, it's not that I'm not grateful for it. Some of the stuff has been, like, really useful. Still, my bank balance didn't appreciate it one bit. And now here we are. Here I am, on the last night, wishing it was the morning and we were already back at the car. But like I said, I'm just done. Probably doesn't help, and I'm absolutely knackered as well. I'm just that horrible sort of tired where your body aches, but you can't rest your mind. My head is swimming with glimmers of hope about tomorrow, but the water is murky man with all the fucked up shit that went on last night <sighs> I'm going to have to talk to Elliot about it tomorrow as soon as we set off for the day we can have a walking chat you know about what's really going on here 
he's better when you know he's talking and walking keeps his mind occupied and keeps the conversation flowing I'm just banking on him not freaking out and us getting the journey done with no hiccups I'd leave it but I have to speak to him about it sooner or later maybe it'll clear my head you know maybe it'll make us both feel better maybe maybe it'll just make things worse who knows man who knows I just want to go home now It is here, survivors, that I must leave you until the sun comes to bring us the warm hope of power and I can once more share with you the journey of Elliot and Roman. Once again, if any of you out there have similar stories or occurrences or perhaps even some information about the brothers themselves, then you know what I ask of you. Now here at Bunker A12, we hope you're somewhere safe and warm. And remember, as always, don't wander in the dark. you for listening if you enjoyed our show be sure to give us a rating and review to let others know if you would like to hear news and updates then please follow us on instagram and twitter at wake of corrosion wake of corrosion was written directed and produced by sean pellington with voice acting from kieran walsh as professor ryan lee pellington as roman sean pellington as elliot with title and credits read by adele cliff Our introduction theme, Shadowlands 5 Antechamber, and outro theme, Phantasm, were created by Kevin MacLeod, sourced from Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. Both pieces have been reduced from their originals with fade-out, added voiceover, and radio static effects. Morse Code SFX, courtesy of Stephen C. Phillips of MorseCode.world, All other sound effects are self-recorded or sourced from soundsnap.com. For our full list of credits, please visit our website in our show notes. Thank you so much for listening. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.